Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, well, we had a bit of a chat. Got off to a great start yeah. uh, with a complete mispronunciation of one of the most famous people in history. Yeah, you'll hear me. that. Uh, you hear um, all sorts of other stuff. Martin Kellner joined us as well, as he always does on a Friday, for a week of sport on TV. And we look back on last night. and yeah. uh, all yeah, that stuff, all that sort of stuff, as you'd yeah. expect. So here it all is. Justin Paul and uh, we both agreed, didn't we? Texting each other last night that was just tremendous some game. They don't always yeah. live up to to the big hype, do they? In fact, they often don't. But that did. I mean, it had everything that game. It was really. If you didn't like that game, if you nitpicking, you didn't like. You don't like football because it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a sensation, wasn't it? Really, really enjoyed it. And uh, it, was, it was some interesting moments, though. I was fascinated by the uh, the Pep incident when he sort of self-combusted. And uh, he would have done. He would have exploded. Can you imagine if that had gone and gone in? It hadn't been that great save by Edison. But he did what baseball managers do with their caps. You know when they're, they throw their cap down yeah. at, the, at the umpire's feet? And that's an automatic ejection. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Well, you can ask Todd. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, and that's well, exactly that what he did. was a scarf, wasn't it? a scarf. It's the same thing. He threw it down in disgust. The throwing Martin down Atkinson's of the scarf. Feet. So he was a bit lucky. And uh, and obviously, we're going to talk about Van Dyke. And, but it's funny. You have to Van go, Dyke? Uh, company. Company. Sorry. Oh, yeah, company, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We are going to talk you, about you, have to, uh, you have to judge it on how you saw it when it happened live, not when you've seen it a hundred times. No, we go, well, Mark Howes, the former Premier League referee, will give us his take, because that was a big game-changing moment as well. But it, I don't know about you, but with the technology, you know, I, I honestly thought, with that one that he cleared off, the line, I thought the technology had gone. I thought it was broken. Really? Anthony Taylor looked at his watch. He did. You could see him thinking... Was he bored? No, he, was looking, he, waiting, he thought <laughs> yeah, it was going to go off. <laughs> no, he wasn't bored. He loved it. And, uh, and he noticed that. And he, he looked at it, but nothing happened. It would be nice if we all had that technology. So at any point, if there was a game of football going on somewhere in the world and, you, and your watch vibrated, you know that a ball had crossed the line. It'd be great, wouldn't it? You think, a lot oh, of football. Somewhere in the world, another goal has gone <laughs> yeah. in. Build that into all of our watches. Well, that could be good. That'd be nice. But uh, yeah, it was remarkable, wasn't it? And then you, you saw the replay. God. He can't be, couldn't be closer. We will, uh, we'll have a chat with Henry Winter a little bit later on and uh, look at the uh, what we learned from that match about both sides. I mean, you know, because in some ways, look, Liverpool lost the match, but only just. Uh, they'll, only, they'll take away a lot of good from that game, oh, yeah. won't they? Really? No, it's a fantastic that, that match. won't derail them, but it makes it more exciting for yeah. the neutral, doesn't it? So, you know, not... And City were, City were excellent last night. They really rose to the occasion, didn't they? I thought they did, yeah. they still got a bit of pro- trouble, though, with the uh, financial fair play situation. The uh, UEFA's chief investigator is looking into City. Yeah. Uh, he says that they, they could be banned if it, if it transpires they have uh, committed some of the offences that they're alleged to have done and uh, his name though fascinating his name is Eve Lettermy 
and nobody in the dressing room is entertain you. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great name, isn't it? Eve Letterman. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, uh, um, oh yeah, now we got Dancing on Einstein this weekend, oh, and yes. uh, Ryan Sidebottom has been in a couple of times uh, to see. He got a review, didn't he? And uh, <laughs> did he? I've not. What have they? What have they been saying? He's not good, or he's good. Uh, these, these were, I think, Jane Torby or somebody. Gentle Giant has fallen a lot. But it shows he's been trying. Okay, so she, they've done a kind of run of, of all the uh, oh, yeah, rundown, yeah. Of, of pen picks of all the people. One of them I thought was quite interesting was our old mate Mark Lissley. He's been in a few times before. Mm. Formerly Joe Mangle in Neighbours. He's lived over here for a number of years now. He's mm. a comedian, of course, Aussie comedian. And um, these days, he's basically General Custer. Have you seen the picture? <laughs> yes. It's an interesting look, isn't it? I thought that. It's a very when strange you see, look, You start to grow the beard, and it goes a bit grey, and the hair gets long, and it goes a bit grey, and you think, do you know what? I'm going to go full General Custer. <laughs> it's a look that not many people have gone for over the years, but uh, it's fair to say he's pulled that off. Hmm. So congratulations. We look forward to you, seeing him on uh, the old dance. And our old mate, Gemma Collins, uh, she got reviewed by uh, Jane Torville. Is she your old mate? Or? Oh, not really, no. no okay. Um, she... If I said this, you'd be, you'd be in trouble if a man said this. You might say Gemma is a bit big. Who said this? Jane Torville. Jane Torville. And she's a tall lady too, Yeah. which means you have further to fall. But if you're skinny, it hurts more because there's not much natural padding. So in other words, if she falls over... It won't she, hurt. It won't hurt. That's what she's... Like, good old Jane. Yeah, <laughs> good you're old right. Jane. I don't think... Cri- I don't subtle think, way of saying that. I don't that. think Chris could have got away with saying that. <laughs> Probably not. Whatever happened to sisterhood, eh? Exactly. Right, uh, anything else? Yes, happy birthday to Clint Hill. Yeah. Yeah, he's 87 today. No, he's not. He is. The US Secret Service agent who jumped on the car during the assassination of Prince President John F. Cannon. Canada. Canada. John F. John Kennedy. F. Kennedy. <laughs> I know my history. Oh, yeah, if you know your history. <laughs> John F. Kennedy. To, Kennedy. Yeah, to protect Jackie Kennedy, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and all the other Kennedys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is. Happy birthday. I thought it was at 87. I still thought it was the ex QPR defender. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say, poor, still old, play. poor old Clint's rushed off to a draw to look at his. Look at his um, birth certificate. Yeah. 1978, as far as I know. Not that old. No. So there we are. Um, yeah. uh, anything else? Mm. You're kind of done, are you? Well, I could have done. I can do more, but you I, know, I'll tell you what. I love that old phrase. That old phrase is back today. Um, asking someone, whether it's a manager or a player, to explain their comments, mm. and being asked to explain their comments is such a antiquated. I mean, obviously, when you look at the comments, most of the time, it's pretty obvious what they meant. It doesn't need any explanation. <laughs> yeah. uh, for example, um, the referee bottled it. What kind of subtext are you looking for there <laughs> from Troy Deeney? No, no. You're not. I mean, you're thinking, but when he says bottled it, it's a bit like at school when you were doing your O-levels, wasn't it? Or your, or your GCSEs, kids. Uh, or, and there was these kind of... You'd always look for the subtext in every sentence, say of Shakespeare, wouldn't you? Yeah. You think, but yeah. when Troy says the referee <laughs> bottled no it, what does he actually... Let's turn now to the Brodie's notes and, <laughs> yeah. and let's see what he actually meant yeah. by that. What he meant was the referee bottled it. So it doesn't really need any explanation, Yeah, it's, does a, it? it's not the sort of unless accusation he, you can make. Even unless he makes his own that. wine. Maybe that's what he was getting at. <laughs> it's terrific wine, you know, and he's got... It's the whole thing he does. He referee bottles it. It's, maybe that's what he meant. doesn't even use a bottling plant. And then why doesn't he go in? He's got his own bottle. <laughs> Bottling plant. The referee bowls it. It's really, really good. So it's probably not what he meant. No, probably not. All right then. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you've learnt nothing else today, you've learnt that uh, the late great president of the United States, <laughs> killed in Dallas, was uh, yeah, called Kennedy. Can- the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now um, I've done something a bit odd. You saw me there in the yeah, break, stretching, stretching out my what left calf. There? I've got injured in bed. Oh really? During the night. 
Well, hello. No, no, no. It's nothing like that. <laughs> so there I am. I'm, I'm fast asleep. Oh, about yeah. six o'clock this morning, I get terrible cramp. Oh, no. Now, you ever get that? Sort of wake up in the night with cramp? Not really. you never had that before? I've had it. Yeah, I've had yeah. it. I can't say I've never had it, but it's not something that's not a regular occurrence. It's very painful. So, mm. you, as you often do, you sort of leap out of bed and you think, oh, I've stretched that and it goes off. But mm. it, the pain has not gone off. I've got this terrible pain at the top of my well, left well, calf. Well, it looks like you've pulled a muscle in your calf. In, the, in my sleep. <laughs> no, it's not. I've done that loads of times. It's, not as, it's, not as, it's <laughs> just got tight. Physio room. Paul Oxby. Missing this week, injured in his sleep. <laughs> but how'd you do that? You get injured while you're asleep. It takes well, some it doing, doesn't it? it does, and I yeah. thought that'll wear off. You often get a bit of cramp and it wears off. Yeah, well, it it's might wear off. Are you playing me. tonight? No, I, I, I was going to go for a run, though, try and oh, run really? off the lard if I got a chance. I'm not able to play football tonight, but... <laughs> But that's not going to happen at this rate, is it? Maybe it's God's way of telling me just to eat more cakes. Yeah, possibly Anyway, true. that's my problem, not yours. No, that's true. But we all wish you well. Yeah. Wish you better. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag pray for Paul. <laughs> not, it's not that bad. It's a tight calf, mate. Tight, I'll live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool has been named Britain's best value weekend. Mm. Perhaps not this weekend, of course. Yeah. It wouldn't be ideal to go there. But uh, if you fancy a weekend in Liverpool, it's been voted the best. Uh, I like a, It's a good, good place. Yeah. I, oh, it's I, a good place I've to had, go. Uh, weekend, I've had yeah. many uh, an interesting lively weekend in Liverpool. We heard the Euro Millions winners there. They want to go public. Honestly, you've, it's mad, isn't it? You think, oh, I feel really sorry for somebody who's won £115 million, but I do. I actually feel sorry for them. Their lives are completely ruined now. <laughs> you pity them, do you, Andy? I they're do. 115 million quid. They said they're going to help 50 people. You rightfully pointed out the 51st people. Who's that 51st person going to be sitting out? there waiting yeah, by what the about phone? me? Yeah. You know. Or hate them forever. That's true. For being the 51st person. <laughs> Yeah, you sit there and write that list. Imagine if you had to do that, Andy. You had to sit and write that well, list. It would be difficult. I know I'd be at the top of it, of well, course. Well, of course you would, yeah. But otherwise I'd just start writing begging letters. <laughs> but uh, you think your life's ruined with 115 it million? It can be. We've seen yeah. it before, haven't we? You know, it's, it's always great in a press conference where you were probably wondering whether you should go public or not. That One of the first questions you get is, what about, super- what about personal security? Because obviously you're a kidnap risk now, aren't you? You haven't thought of that, had you? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. thanks very much, mate. Thanks for pointing that there. Well, you know, it has its drawbacks being extremely rich. Well, I, I, I've asked Alan Brazil about that in the past. Uh, Parky's been talking about the uh, the time he had to... This, this is Sir Michael story. Parkinson. Yeah, Sir Michael Parkinson's been talking about... I shouldn't be so familiar Not the local him. park keeper. I shouldn't be so familiar with him, you know, our old friend. Yeah. But but uh, Sir Michael Parkinson has been uh, talking, it's, this is in the Times Diary today, about oh, yeah. being asked to ghostwrite the autobiography of Fred Truman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, found, he found him impossible, apparently. Not only did they agree disagree about the writing process, which Truman thought amounted to sitting in a pub with a tape recorder getting smashed, yeah. but Parkinson felt his subject's proposed title, the definitive volume of the best fastballer who ever drew breath, was vulgar. <laughs> Great well, it goes back to when Fred came in. He, yeah. it, he, his first book, Great Balls of Fire, is, is an absolute... That's written by John Arlott. Is an absolute classic, isn't it? It's a fantastic book. John, um, John was also quoted, he said, he said, I'll do the book if I don't have to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, the second book that Fred wrote uh, in his dotage, he came in and spoke to us about on the show. Mm. And uh, we've mentioned before that... Uh, we'll speak to somebody about their book and we'll often sign off by saying, well, look, lovely to see you. We wish you the very best of luck mm. with the book. And generally the person say, thank you very much, as yeah. you would, just yeah. a, a nicety, That's which right. they return uh, in the spirit in which it was That's meant. Right, yeah. Whereas uh, F.S. Truman, of course, mm. I said, well, Fred, it's been an absolute honour to meet you. Yeah. And uh, we hope the book um, 
it sells well. And he just looked it straight in the eye and he says, I have no doubt the book will be a great success. <laughs> OK, Fred, I wasn't questioning whether it was a man or not. had a lot of self-doubt about <laughs> yeah. him, which is really Anyway, he was good value, wasn't he? OK, do you want a T20 birthday spread? Bill? So this is, this is me having to come up with... Uh, yeah. Yeah, is this right? That's there. right. Uh, it's a T20 birthday spread. It's a one-name birthday spread where you have to guess the age of the person I'm about to tell you. I'll give you a little spread. It'll be a margin of error that you can be within or without. Mm. I shall say here, I'll give you a five-year spread. So Five years have got to be out on this mm. birthday. Okay, it's Pele. Yeah, yeah, it's a happy birthday to the curator of photographs from the National Portrait Gallery from 1978 to 2014, Terence Pepper. Oh, yeah. He's actually part of the uh, Qatar 2022. He's received an honorary title. He's known as Salt and Pepper. Sorry. That's good, is he? Well, it does sort of work, I suppose. If he goes, that was it. So I'd say 2014, 71. Oh, fantastic. What is he? 70. Oh, that's not bad. You are sensational. You can work them out. <laughs> I suppose you can. Charlie the cabbie has some... First, he says, uh, uh, the, the pain in the calf, cramp in the night, too much beer. Not the case, oh. Charlie the cabbie. I mm, not, right. was not d- drinking at all. <laughs> I mean, I had one glass of wine last night, officer. Oh. Really? Um, Even that great game? Oh, oh, I well, maybe needed, two. <laughs> I, I think you need a vat I didn't have to the drive. I was probably. okay. <laughs> um, but um, apparently, he gives me... He's, he's a runner himself. He says, uh, rolling on a rolling pin for a bit. He says, I've got to roll my calf on a rolling pin. <laughs> Sounds like a song. Yeah. <laughs> rolling. Rolling. rolling yeah. On, yeah, exactly. So I've got to roll it on a rolling pin. Okay. So let's see if that works. And uh, I very much enjoyed Thank you, dri- Drive yesterday. It was great that they came from the Etihad. Yeah. It was fun and the show. They were really popular. They were wrapped up warm. Have you seen oh, the videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goffey had about 12 hours on. Go- and Goffey's live uh, Instagram video at halftime was great as well. So mm. they were all part of the event. Well, it's, they're live at really Prenton Park tonight from 4 o'clock. Mm. So uh, mm. another outside broadcast for the boys around the FA Cup that's live on Talk Sport that much later. they were having an argument about Aguero but yes I, I saw that yeah. Adrian how can he write off Aguero honestly he's the <laughs> He said, oh, have you seen the chances he misses? Have you seen the goals he scores, yeah, Adrian? Yeah, yeah, There's two ways like of looking at it. Like last night. There's two ways of looking at it. There always is. So, um, He's a wonderful yeah. player. So anyway, um, we'll be uh, catching up with the fellas a little bit later on ahead of that. So do you have anything else for I us? Do. Uh, I do. So somebody's written to the uh, Star. <laughs> written to the... text, the Daily Star. Oh, yeah. Bill Roach has been in Corrie for 58 years. That's a fact. Yes. He's a bad typecast actor and couldn't do anything else. Just stuck in a rut. Oh, OK, I'll tell him. <laughs> Just he suddenly said, that's it. I'm, uh, thanks to this text, I'm leaving. Do you know what? Yeah, it was a moment. It was an epiphany. <laughs> I just thought, maybe I'm typecast now. Yeah. Could I go and play? A... I mean, if you think Bill Roach did pop up in something else, it, it is difficult, isn't it? It would be. You, you would I mean, Heartbeat's think... not on anymore. No. So there's certain... There's certain Has know... he ever been in anything else? You would often buy someone in Heartbeat that, that had been typecast cast that you you wouldn't mm. you know it was almost like a guest appearance but uh, with that with that gone what could bill do you know i'll, I'll, I'll look do reality up. telly well he could do he's nearly I'm, he must have been us he's a shoe in for the jungle isn't he well, uh, he should he ever to. give up cory but yeah but he's about 82 now hasn't he so yeah, he's, he's looking very good though isn't he young hair young a bit hair. like dennis law it's that hair that young hair that's what it is tremendous Young hair goes a long way. I did it, it. finally get to watch that uh, documentary, Too Good to Go Down. Yes, it's very good, isn't it? Very good. About Manchester United. Talking of Dennis Law and his young hair. Do West Ham need Andy Carroll? You look at the job that Arnautovic did the other day, and he's kind of, he's Andy Carroll but fit, isn't he, really? Oh, he's a I mean, Mark Noble was saying... He's a top four player. uh, I thought thought it was refreshing, you know, we talked about the intricacies of the modern game. Mark Noble said, I was sitting there on the bench, Mm. and I thought, why doesn't somebody just knock it long? He did, he knocked two balls long. Marco to run on to. And he's... 
he set up both goals effectively with the one to Michael Antonio. So sometimes it takes someone on the you, bench, old school, to say, let's just do that. You get him in the right mood, and Pellegrini's obviously done a good job with this. He, he's a top, top player. And Andy Carroll as well. I watched him against uh, watched West Ham Southampton during the break. And he, when he comes on, yeah. I mean, God, he, really putting it, he really put it about that but night. But on out of it gives you that and more, though. Well, he's he? a much more skillful player. But he's still a, uh, he's still a good player. Look. Our striking situation, I'd have him tomorrow. You'd have in Andy fact, Carroll tomorrow. I'd have him playing tomorrow because we haven't got anybody else. <laughs> he said, "He said honestly, uh, Chelsea fans gutted because of the news that Morata might be going to Seville." Oh, what a pity! Yeah, you're gutted. Were well, you going to drive him there? Yeah, with the offer. You might have a couple of days <laughs> off next week. Yeah, good. What can you do? So is that it? Um, no, yes, I'd say that's Okay, it. that'll do. Uh, then we'll call, leave it there. Calling for an amnesty on uh, Rita Ora for the whole year. No newspapers publish any photos or pointless reports of her arriving or leaving. Please. I think I've, she's got a bit of self-awareness. Apparently, she was saying in the papers today, I, I, in the end, I, she, another picture of her in a bikini. And she said, one day I will find a bikini that fits me. Yeah. So she knows how the game well, works. Well, she knows really. how it works, yeah. yeah. So, that uh, thing know. of her and Grimmy swapping outfits. Look, I, how do you know these people, her and Grimmy? <laughs> Who's Grimmy when he's... I Nick, know you, Nick Grimshaw. Okay, well, look, don't just talk about your showbiz friends <laughs> like the world know. and his wife. I'm no. not mad about you Grimmy. You and Grimmy DJing <laughs> together and all the clubs around. Like yeah, you. me, Jeff Peters and Grimmy. You, Jeff Peters and Grimmy and Shaw. Shoreditch and all your either. mates. That's right. Anyway, let's move on. Yes. Uh, clips of the week to come. Martin Kellner, uh, he'll join. He'll be there with Grimmy, you and Grimmy and <laughs> Jeff Grimmy Peters. Kellner. Martin, he's, he's DJed <laughs> back right. in the day. Uh, and uh, Motti's in. Somebody kept introducing me at a party recently as a DJ. He's uh, one Somebody of Britain's said, leading DJs. I thought, well, I'm not either. I'm not <laughs> Britain's leading and I'm not, not a one, DJ. Let's be honest, mate. You're not one of Britain's <laughs> leading anything. I'm not. Really? I think that's fair. I, 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 that's, that's not your Bill Roach moment. <laughs> that's a, that's a, my card. Not one of Britain's leading anything. <laughs> Here he is. Not one of Britain's leading anything. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Martin, very happy new year to you. And a happy new year to you too. And uh, good yon to... Uh, Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, has what? anybody mentioned the uh, match between uh, Liverpool and Manchester City? It's, it's uh, in yes, passing. It's I think he's going to mention in passing to them one or two shows. Yeah. I thought Jurgen Klopp was, uh, was very good on this. I mean, Sky have this thing where if they've got a big match like mm. that, yeah. they're going to they tell you it's the greatest match, it's the most eagerly awaited match for several years. Yeah. Mm. And then they'll carry on playing into that scenario. They won't at any point say, well, it's not as hugely entertaining as some of the other matches that have been on this mm. season. Yeah. And if you were putting the top 10 of the Sky live matches, that would be way down the top 10. Oh, I would no. say. In terms of entertainment, mm. I think, it, and yeah, all right, it was blood and guts, yeah. definitely. I found it entertaining. It wasn't of the highest quality, but I found it no, very entertaining. I thought, I thought technically it had some great moments. Yeah, it yeah, did. I, it I mean, had it moments, a... but it wasn't... Uh, it, were it, you it, not excited by that thrilling end when Sane scored and then you, you thought got... Liverpool were going to come back? I, I, I for me, I, I, it was everything I wanted out of a football match. It really? Was really exciting. Really? Yeah, More than Arsenal Spurs? Uh, which one? Well, both of them, really. Yeah. Uh, I preferred the second one <laughs> yes, to the first, well, to be honest. Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one game, I was trying to think about it last night. There was one game I've watched this season, I'd have to go back through my book, where I didn't look at Twitter or any of social media. Was it Chelsea Spurs? No. Wasn't that one? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, so cocky because he knows we're going to get hammered I'm not. I'm not cocky at all. <laughs> yes. But I, mean, I thought Klopp was spot on. Mm. Klopp said City weren't at their absolute best no. and Liverpool weren't at their absolute best. There's too much riding on him, Martin. Really. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I mean, you know, the general public, I would have yeah. thought that that was a, a, you know, the person who doesn't doesn't watch that much football mm. um, would have found it less entertaining than say some of the other matches Liverpool or Manchester, City, where you know where you just sit back in amazement at the you know the, yeah. the skill Amazing. and the pace. Okay, and it, just, well, it was so a, it's all a, a matter pure of entertainment value. I'd say I, I I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed yeah. it as a well. Spectacle. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't say I enjoy it, but yeah. I, I still think Sky will oversell a, a match, you know, because they've already already decided in advance. I also thought... Uh, I thought like Brian Glanville. You like You're a bit of young, yeah, you, you I like a bit of Catanaccio. You can go back and watch the old uh, <laughs> 1994 <laughs> World Cup final between Brazil and Italy. I yeah. do. I like a bit of Catanaccio. I like it with... Uh, I like it in the Jambon Bear at the uh, Pret-a-Manger. I'm sure you do. Yeah. I, I also thought... Uh, it, I thought Gary Neville was a wee bit out of order mm. when he said that they, they said to him, so it's a two-horse race, is it? Yeah. You're, you're ruling Spurs out. He said, oh yeah, ruling Spurs. And then he said, I don't want to be disrespectful to Spurs, yeah. which obviously is a signal that he's just about to be disrespectful yeah. to Spurs, but they've got no chance. The the, the squad's not deep enough. Mm. Well, I mean, does he know his, Does he know that Leicester City, has anybody ever told him that Leicester City yeah. won the Premier League? You know, teams could, the yeah, fact that the Spurs squad's not, you know, it's not like they've only got 11 players. No, well, you're a man, okay, Martin, you're a man who likes a flat. Are you going to be having a bet on Spurs? Well, I've already got my uh, crazy <laughs> balmy mashuggy flutter for the season is uh, West Ham to get in the top four. Which really? I got, uh, yeah. I got, when did you do that? I did that when they were right at the bottom, just after they'd, um, just before they played Everton. So they, they'd lost the first four matches. Yeah. And uh, I thought, I just wonder what the odds are. It was just one of those things. Mm. I wonder what it is. You were getting quite excited before the Uh, Burnley game, weren't you? I was. And before the Watford game. But Mm. there were 500 to 1. So I thought, I'll have a tenner on. So if West Ham get in the top four, I win five grand. Well, I'm fantastic. All round to your place then. Absolutely. No problem. Or you could have just put the tenner in the shredder. Yeah. (laughs) Or given it to charity. That is true. That is (laughs) so true. What else have you taken in this week? Oh, well, I've watched uh, all eight episodes of Sunderland Till I Die. Yeah. Which is... Which is brilliant. Yeah, we had uh, Leo Poem. The exec producer was in earlier on Mm. with Jim. Yeah, yeah, Uh, I was 
Oh, what this week? It just yeah, today. today. Yeah, just yeah, today. Yeah. We've had we've had uh, some of the boys in uh, who've made the documentary series. Fantastic. So, yeah, it's very good. So Leah Pellman's the producer. It's, it's he's bro- the exec producer. Yeah, and his yeah. brother actually made the documentary. No, I it's uh, Ben and Gabe. They are the, the, the it's, it's, uh, and Ben Winston. They are the full well guys. Fans, and, yeah, because it's named after the full well. They're all the guys that put this brilliant show, and they are they're the guys behind the Bros documentary when Leah was in earlier on. People, it's not sport, but. As we said, go and check it out. You, everything you've heard I've about it, it. I watched the Bros. Fantastic, it's, isn't it? It is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Which, you know, at first you think it's a comedy. You think it's a spinal tap, isn't it, all yeah. over again? Yeah, but it's got a lot and of heart. I was just saying to Leo heart. earlier on, it's, you're kind of rooting for them by the end of it. It's, it's got it's, heart and soul. It certainly has. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. sport, though, so we'll come back no to that. No sport. But yeah, yeah Sunderland <laughs> Till I Die, which I've watched, The oh. um, it, it's got elements of Greek tragedy, really. Mm. Unless you're a Newcastle fan, that's a hilarious sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's very good. If you want any insight into the life of a footballer, mm. and also uh, I've seen a lot of other teams that have sort of slipped down like Sunderland have, like Ipswich, for mm-hmm. instance. People saying, God, I'm watching this Sunderland till I die. A few Ipswich fans have, have tweeted this. Yeah. And it's... It's RT, you know, It's the same story. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. the same story. And when you realise how a team can be destroyed as they were, um, it's fantastic. So if you want any insight in, into football, not just at that level, but football generally, you know, the, the players who get injured, you know, and, and what they go through, mm. um, and you know, the mental health problems that some of the players have, and all that. Uh, it's it's absolutely brilliant. They're currently making a second series, which they might have a happier ending. The way things are going at the yeah, moment, yeah, possibly. So. And mm. Bobby and our brothers just texted me. He said, "Can I be Martin Kellner's bookie, please?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just send it to Bobby and our Actually, Bobby and yeah. has been in touch about other things today. Yeah, he, he was making There's nothing the point. much going on in our Well, he was saying yeah. with Fabregas due to start for Chelsea v Forest, they may need extra legs in midfield. Maybe Andy, they could recall Kennedy from his loan spell <laughs> at Newcastle. <laughs> Sorry, you need to be here at quarter past one. When I call right. President Kennedy, President. Kennedy. John F. President Kennedy John gave F. Kennedy. us earlier on from yeah. the Discovery Channel, the History Channel. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, but I loved it. I like the music. The music's great. I don't yeah. know, did you play the music? Or yes, we've had the, the, the man behind the late poets oh, yeah, came yeah. on and joined us to tell us about the origins of the song. That's very yeah. good. Isn't one, it? Yeah. Simon Grayson, if you look at, you know, he obviously starts the season with mm. Sunderland then. If you look at where he went wrong, um, where he went wrong primarily, mm. in my view, was he had a black and white check shirt which looked a bit like a Kenny Rogers tribute act. <laughs> that was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what was a mistake is he kept saying over and over again, at this moment in time, right. at this moment, every time he was interviewed, he said, at this moment in time, and, and you always know a, a guy's in trouble when he says, we have to win football matches. They yeah. suddenly start talking about, <laughs> they suddenly, you know, yes, we know they're football matches, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they suddenly, you know, at this moment in time, we, we have to win a football match, so yeah, that's yeah. what we have to do. Um, but it was, it, it was great. I really enjoyed that. I watched, um, I watched so much. You stuff have, yeah, this yeah. Week. Very busy. We're impressed. Yeah, well, thank you. I watched America's Sporting Shade. Yes, we, uh, we spoke was, to Mike Wedderburn mm. yesterday about that. It was, it's very good, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's excellent. It's an ex- mm. I mean, it, it's excellent in that it's a story that you probably wouldn't know unless no. you've studied the history of segregation mm. in uh, in detail. You wouldn't know about the Negro Leagues. I've, I've heard them referred to in the past. Um, didn't realise that um, you know that, that they were so successful. Yeah. And really, in a way, they played a part in breaking down segregation mm. in that black and white, or rather the way that uh, when people like the Beatles mm. went over to America, they insisted on playing in uh, playing to non-segregated audiences. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether you've seen the documentary about the Beatles, Eight Days a Week, the Ron, oh, yes, yes, yeah. the Ron Howard one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> on that talks about mm. the fact that, you know, 
they were just the Beatles. You didn't think of them as white or black. They yeah. united people. And I, I think in the Negro Leagues, which started in the 1920s, uh, when um, obviously under segregation, they decided black players couldn't play alongside white players uh, in, uh, in, in Major in, League in, Baseball. In major, yeah. Major, yeah, and uh, and football as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they started the Negro Leagues in mm. baseball. And um, it was so exciting. They got absolutely huge crowds. Uh, and eventually, one or two of them, uh, 40, 1947, Jackie Robinson, yeah. he was the first one to cross into the major leagues. And the Negro Leagues only finished in 1960, mm. which is an amazing thing. You know, segregated. Know. It is. It's qu- it was quite a shocking documentary for it many was. reasons. But also, we, we spoke to Michael Wedderburn, who made the documentary yeah. yesterday. And that scene at the end when... He's poignantly with all the in the museum. Mm. He's with all those great players, like the ghosts of their of these players, basically. Yeah. And he said afterwards that he he, had, he went away and had a good cry. You know, yeah. he really really affected him. Well, these guys never really, really got the chance. They yeah. either played when they were kind of over the hill, but but some of these yeah. these were the, some of the greatest baseball players in the world, and they never got the chance to test themselves yeah. against other great players yeah no that's it was a great documentary and it's mm. still there i think it's, it's a sky sports thing so it you'll is find yeah. it on, uh, on demand on catch-up so that's uh, that's good um also if you are doing if you are involved this is a, a trip tip for football players oh yeah if you're involved in a fly on the wall documentary mm. if you try not to pick your nose oh. uh, there was a there was a scene <laughs> that words, lasted about yeah it's important yeah. there was a scene that lasted about two minutes in Sunderland till i die in which kevin ball uh, Sunderland legend of course yeah uh, was was picking his knows i mean not just did they, sort of did surreptitiously. they well, at least it wasn't ian bogey hey come yeah, on thanks newcastle <laughs> gag <laughs> they, so they um yeah so they were they didn't focus on that did they it wasn't like a, a, was a single a, shot of him just picking was, his nose center screen oh okay center <laughs> center screen, yeah. for yeah. five minutes no two minutes oh two minutes still minutes. quite a long there were other people in the shot you'd want to did you watch an hd was it good yeah hd yeah especially what you don't want to be 4k for that but the um did have i mean for two minutes you'd need a music bed under it you need uh, you? but it was very good i mean there were lots of performance moments, art lots of exciting moments like that people yeah. caught uh, when they probably didn't want to be uh, want to be caught um and like i said for newcastle it would be uh, very very amusing yeah for the time being anyway. anything else you saw i think we might have time for one more but if not then well we'll, we'll let not, you press on i was going to use, uh, thank you i'm a busy man today. i know you uh, are the, yeah. uh, um, the bross documentary i saw but as you mentioned it wasn't uh, it wasn't sport it wasn't i also saw the call the midwife christmas special no sport in that <laughs> yeah. at all but it was very moving i thought was also um i watched I, it. yes i don't understand that oh. you know vanessa redgrave does the voice mm, that. she does very good but a recommendation, by the way, boys, has just come in. Sorry, do you want to? You can tell us. Do your do your material now, if you want. Do your, <laughs> no, no, I'm do just, your I'm call just, a midwife material. No, because it started off in about 1948, <laughs> and she was looking back <laughs> on you know, and she comes on and she goes, "Well, it was a great time at Nanata's house." She's got that voice. That's that is, just so accurate. <laughs> I know, it's like Vanessa was in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's amazing. And now isn't it? it's gone through to the 60s. And I said to my wife, "She could actually be in it. Why is it she was, still yeah, looking back?" It wasn't as early as 48. It starts in the in the 50, late 50s. Uh, late, is it late 50s? Late I'll be honest, I've never goes, watched it. Goes the the, yeah, Wayne's been in touch. He recommends, and I've, I've, I've recorded this, ready to watch, and it's, it's been on uh, around on Sky Atlantic for a while. Andre the Giant, the documentary about the wrestler oh, Andre the Giant. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. oh, worth, I'll, I'll try and watch that worth for next downloading. week. We so thank so you, Wayne, for that. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I have yeah. to say, these recommendations are very useful to me because otherwise I'd just be sitting there watching old movies. I did watch, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm tipping point, I did watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. And, oh, yeah, no sport too. in that, is it really? No, there isn't any sport in it, but what occurred to me <laughs> yeah. was that when it changes from Bedford Falls into Pottersville mm. and uh, 
he wants he wants to know what's happened to his wife Mary. Yeah, and she's working in the library, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the, there's yeah. no way Potter would have kept the library open. I mean, the, the, <laughs> there's councils in Britain closing the libraries here. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, well, yeah, take that up with Pot- Jimmy Stewart. <clears throat> well, I'm going to take it with Frank Capra. I'll take it up with Frank Capra. Yeah, the, the, good estate, luck. the estate of Frank. Good Capra. luck with both of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow from one for the clips of the week. And Motti, of course, he's back, proving all the week. Let's get Motti's take on the big game tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll be reflecting on uh, tonight's big match. So... Actually, I didn't watch it. I couldn't be bothered. I was watching, uh, <laughs> watching Neighbours, Omnibus. Oh, Motti would be watching it. Don't worry about it. So, he'll probably watch it, then watch it back. Watch it twice. Make notes. So, we'll catch up with you then. Uh, thanks for downloading us. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com style.